From the Financial Times in London, I'm John Murray-Brown and this is FT News. Shares in WPP have fallen sharply after the world's largest advertising group issued its second sales warning this year as companies cut ad spending and forced down marketing fees. What does this tell us about the state of the industry and the wider global economy? Here with me to discuss this are Alan Livesey from the Lex team and Alia Ram, our European technology correspondent. Alia, if I can come to you first. Sir Martin Sorrell, WPP's chief executive, had a few things to say about the reasons for his company's poor performance this morning. What were the main points he raised? He indicated that there were three reasons for the slowdown being worse than had been previously guided. His main argument is that activist investors such as Nelson Peltz at Procter & Gamble or Dan Loeb at Nestle have increased pressure on companies to cut costs. He also argues that political and economic uncertainty has caused companies to become more careful on their marketing spend. And then there's this third factor, which is the kind of mysterious one, which is that as technology companies change the way people buy and advertise, some of WPP's clients are rethinking their approach to marketing, and that's caused some of them to hold back on spending in the first half of the year. And if I can turn to you, Alan, WPP is sometimes seen as a bellwether for the wider global economy. What do you think are the key numbers that give us an indication as to what's going on? Well, one of the things is that Martin Sorrell has been quite negative since probably the Brexit vote last summer. So he's nervous already about markets. And What he says has an influence on not just the shares, the entire sector, and sometimes the market. So the first half numbers, not great, missed expectations by 10 to 15%, depending on which profit line you're looking at. But more important is the second quarter. There was some sort of sense of acceleration from the first quarter. So whereas a number of business units were up, say, on net sales year on year, in the first quarter, in the second quarter, they were clearly down. Part of that had to do with a very strong second quarter last year, but it still was worse than expected. And Alia, in the story you've been writing today, I think you cited a number of their client companies who've announced cuts in their advertising spend. Can you bring us up to date on some of those? Yeah, so the fast-moving consumer good companies like Nestle and Procter & Gamble make up 30% of WPP's revenues. So they're a big chunk of the companies. And they have both said that they are going to cut how much they spend on advertising The hope is that would pick up later this year, but they're not the only ones to have cut spending. So earlier this year, WPP said that Volkswagen had pulled its advertising after 19 years working with the company. So there are some big accounts that WPP has lost. But it's also worth noting that Unilever has indicated that its marketing spend is likely to increase in the second half of the year. That might hold true for other companies as well. And Alan, do you think the market has overdone the reaction to these numbers? I mean, I can understand the nervousness, but we're looking at a company whose shares are trading even if we have some more downgrades after today. And mind you, the difference wasn't so great, but we're sure to get some analyst downgrades. But even with those downgrades, I would say that the shares are trading around 12 times earnings, maybe even lower. That puts it at at least a three-year low and getting towards five-year lows. So I think a lot of the worry is priced in. 
yeah, there may be more bad news, but once we wash out this period of a difficult comparison with last year's strong sales growth and we move into the results for the second half of this year, which we won't see until January, February, March, I think the market will realize that maybe too much is priced into the shares. And Sir Martin is a famously well-remunerated chief executive. Will he come under any sort of pressure to trim his remuneration next time it comes up? I think his remuneration has already been trimmed once, which is saying something for him. And I wonder how much money does he really need. But if the share price is down and there'll be a share price component in his compensation, I would guess so, his pay package will be trimmed a bit unless he gets the shares back up. And in his long outlook statement, did Sir Martin offer any silver lining in the otherwise rather gloomy outlook? I think the technology side of the business, they do have big clients like Google, who are big ad buyers themselves, an important advertising channel. It's still a big customer of theirs. And Facebook is moving up the list as well. So it's not as though WPP doesn't gain from the ascendancy of the big tech companies. But as Ali has said, there is a risk. 30% of their book is coming from a chunk of companies, a lot of which are consumer cyclicals. And until those guys start spending again, it may be tough times for WPP. So one should take this as an indication that the world economy is heading for choppier water. Certainly one chunk of his client base, of WPP's client base, does feel a little bit worried about their cost base. Let's put it that way. Thank you, Alia and Alan. And for more on this story, please go to ft.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.